0: I really enjoy my podcast because if you... I wish I had kept everything up. I've deleted episodes from 2021 and even last year, actually. And it would have been nice if I had kept them all up so that you guys could see the journey and could literally hear me growing (laughs) in my power because you know I my first ever episode was about depression and how you know black families respond to it I was speaking generally but using my personal experience of what I know and what I have seen in other black families and just hearing how because I still have it unpublished but if I publish it it won't I want it to go back to saying it was posted in 2021 but it's gonna say that posted it like today and I don't like that (laughs) so I guess it would just be one of those things that I have for myself so just seeing myself you know come from that place where I was speaking so I didn't have any I didn't sound confident I didn't have any power I didn't see my power that I didn't have any I didn't see my power And I'm in this space where I have so much to say and I definitely will say everything I feel called to say because I have been silent for so long and my voice was given to me for a reason and I have to use it because it would be a sin not to. And I want to talk about sin today, maybe. There's a lot I need to say. But I wanted to talk about religion and spirituality and how they differ. Because when we use the terms or terms that sound like they predominantly come from religion, people assume that we are religious beings. But what it really is is that spirituality is the source and religion is a creation. From source, religion is something created by spiritual beings who are also human beings, and a lot of the social constructs we have are create they're created by human beings. The actual energy or intention behind these creations come from spirituality. So I'm going to read the definition of religion and spirituality to make it clear to me and you, what the difference is. And they probably might sound similar. I didn't didn't really read them over before starting this podcast, but they're quite short descriptions. Anyways, so according to Google, (laughs) um, Oxford Languages, religion is the belief in and worship of a superhuman power or powers, especially a god or gods, a particular system of faith and worship, the pursuit or interest followed with great devotion. Spirituality, according to Google Oxford languages, is the quality of being concerned with the human spirit or soul as opposed to material or physical things. So to me, and I apologise if I keep swallowing because when I was listening back to my last episode, I realised I was swallowing a lot and my mouth was just watering a lot and I don't know why. I think it's because I'm lying on my stomach and it's where I feel most comfortable. So I might need to sit up if I realise that I'm doing that. So if you hear me shuffling, I'm shuffling for a reason. So the difference I see between... Well, I, let me take away from the definitions that I've read. So how I view religion, it's something that's practised in a binary way. How you spirituality, it's something that just is, and people who call themselves spiritual, actively call themselves spiritual, are just spiritual beings who are conscious of their spirituality. And other people who may be atheists or just don't care to label their spiritual um, path are, are just unconscious of their spirituality. They're, they're not choosing to label it as anything they just are which essentially should really just be the way we are as human beings we shouldn't feel the need to put labels on our faith because we are just so complex that it doesn't make any sense (laughs) for us to have labels and binaries and all these things that just restrict us from being fluid in life so today I was I decided to look up scripture on homosexuality and I didn't also let me take this time to say that I realized that bible study to me i really loved english i really loved english especially english english literature and i really enjoyed reading paragraphs from books poems whatever and being able to decipher what is being said using P.E.E., which is point explain point evidence explanation where you would you know, explain or interpret something you've read. I really enjoyed all of that. It really, it really sat well with my soul. I loved English. I love English. I still write till today. So for me, that's why I resonate with Bible study. And that's why when I spoke about manifesting, I speak about scripting, writing it down. And I just really, I really love writing. I'm getting so like, happy talking about this because I love writing I could actually cry I love writing so much I love words and it's definitely one of the biggest blessings for me from human beings you know having words having writing being able to interpret these things I'm so grateful for literature so I take pride pride yeah I take pride in studying the bible because for me it's just like taking pride in my English work really like when I was at school so yeah I say that to say that how I read the bible is not how religious people read the bible I read the bible from an open mind because I am a spiritual being who is not confined to the binaries placed onto me so again I enjoy church but sometimes I would rather stay at home and do my own Bible study than listen to a pastor preach because it's not mandatory for me to go to church. But from a religious perspective, they believe it's mandatory, right? Well, most people, I won't say all religious people, but from a spiritual perspective, it is just a luxury. It is just a part of the material or physical things That come from spirituality. Because remember, spirituality is concerned with the human spirit or soul. Not all these material things, right? And that's why I say we don't need anything. I technically don't need the Bible. I don't need the Bible. Because if I really want to decipher what I feel about the world, I can just go within and make these observations myself but the Bible is a guide created by other human beings who were connected to source and decided you know what let's create a book for other people to follow and it's up to us as spiritual beings to interpret the Bible how it fits well with our spirit and yes some people use it to justify their hatred but others don't. I don't do that. I won't ever be that person who who call, who condemns someone and then reads out a scripture to justify my condemnation. And a lot of people do... A lot of religious people do this. And to me, it's silly because you are not speaking from your heart. You're speaking from a human perspective. You're speaking from ego. You're not... That's why as I get into talking about sin, sin is not so much something that we can dictate for another. Sin is within and... It's not within, I hope not. Sin is something we can dictate for ourselves. We decide what sin is for ourselves, right? And not from a human perspective, from a spiritual perspective. And I'm learning Spanish and sin means without. And today I thought about that and I was like, wow. That sat with my soul in the right place because... I was... Oh, I was thinking about homophobia in the Bible. Or what is um, called Homophobia. Because it could, it really could be interpreted in different ways. And I feel like when people say this society is so, or this generation is so sensitive, I understand sometimes because we are quick to be on defense mode when people criticize the way we live. And I'm not saying it's right that people criticize you, I don't believe it is. I don't believe in right or wrong. I just believe in it is what it is. Like, that's what it is. Um, I lost my train of thought. (laughs) Sorry, I was thinking about homophobia. And how I started this thought process was, why would God want to condemn those who are living in the spirit of love. If you genuinely believe that you, as a woman, love another woman, and you believe you're in love, it's not for anything outside of love, you know, your relationship with a woman, why should you be condemned for that? How is that a sin? Why is that a sin? You know, and I don't necessarily believe in gender. I just believe in souls, spirits, you know, gender is another human creation. It's a human structure that we created to have these binaries that, you know, allow the matrix to function. Religion sticks to gender spirituality doesn't spirits don't choose whether we're man or woman spirits just are what they they are they embody energies not genders so i'm trying to figure out why would god want to condemn people who are living in love and then i read a scripture today um, let me find it. So, I can't actually say this book's name. Le- Leviticus? Leviticus. Yeah, I think that's what how it's pronounced. Um, chapter 18, verse 22. Do not practice homosexuality. Having sex with another man, as with a woman, it is a detestable sin. And that's just that. Then it goes on to talk about bestiality. And I noticed how before that, you know, this this is basically a law that God was um allowing Moses to spread. So in um this book there's a lot of talk about different sexual sins. And it never once said, before uh, before the homosexuality point, it never said practice. It just said, do not have sexual relations with XYZ. It just kept saying, do not have, do not have. And then when it got to homosexuality, it says, do not practice homosexuality. Now... The word practice implies that this is a, how do I, this is a phys because love is not necessarily physical, right? It's not something that we can make tangible. Yet, this scripture is making homosexual relations sound like it is a tangible thing that Is outside of who we naturally can be. So it's... And obviously it's talking about sex. So then I'm like, okay, it's not about homosexual relationships. It's about homosexual sex. And... Let me go back to sin. So sin in Spanish means without. So... I remember my I think it was in my last episode I said sinning is us not fulfilling the the purpose of our highest beings of our highest self we're not fulfilling God's purpose when we sin and I believe I believe God's purpose is to love to love plain and simple to love we are created to love and spread love love is everything god is everything we are god so to live without love is how i'm viewing sin now sin means without love without love without god to live in sin means you're living without god that's what i believe so now, okay, I'm like homosexuality means you're living without God. So I'm thinking to myself, it's just not making sense. And I question everything. <laughs> and I wouldn't say I'm I'm definitely not in, an, an analytical person. I think I'm more on the on the other side, really. I'm very what would be the opposite of analytical? Let's find the antonym. How do you spell anto- antonym? And Probably spelling it wrong. Of an analogy, I should say. Okay, no, that's not it. Let's write analytical. I guess unsystematic is what I am. Because <laughs> um, that's the only antonym that I'm seeing. So I'm very unsystematic, clearly, you know. I'm not with the social constructs, I'm not with binaries and things that are set in stone because nothing is set in stone, nothing is guaranteed. Which is funny because I feel like a lot of religious people like to tell people that nothing is guaranteed when comforting those who are dealing with loss and things like that. So, you believe that nothing is guaranteed yet. You are so hell-bent on telling people that this is what the Bible says and then they give the interpretation and anything outside of that interpretation is wrong. But nothing is guaranteed. So how do you know that what is written in the Bible is guaranteed? Word for word, you know? And also, how do you know that man and woman is guaranteed? That there just is man and woman and that's that. Have you never questioned what man and woman might actually mean? Like, it might not actually mean people with female and male genetics. Obviously, now I'm just, like, asking. (laughs) Um random questions that i don't really care to have answered to be honest because i believe what i believe so anyway yeah i'm quite unsystematic so um i actually went on a tangent and i forgot what i was saying we're back on ho- we're still on homosexuality so oh yeah i was question i question everything because i'm unsystematic and i just don't take things as they're given to me so i'm like okay God is the creator. God is creation. And for love to prevail, creation must continue. And one of the biggest manifestations of love is life, is creating life. God creates life. Oh my gosh, I just got a tingle. Oh my gosh. You know when you get a tingle, you know your your intuition is just serving you. So God creates life. So, okay, naturally, naturally, female and male, man and woman, if you must, create life, as in babies, human beings, other human beings. So, is it that the scripture is saying practicing homosexuality is a sin because homosexuality naturally cannot create life which translates to love because it's God's love that is creation so is that what sin is and is sin the bible says a lot that we are living that we're all living in sin you know we're not perfect so is it that sin really isn't this really horrible thing that religious people have told us it is or is sin just us going against the natural flow of life and just having and then to live in sin just means that you are not living in alignment you are not living as you were naturally called to live and then to be punished for your sins is not to be punished in a way religious people said would be punished. but not going to. Hell to me is depression. Hell is living in a way that is not full of life. Like to be in hell is to be lifeless, to be dead. And as someone who has been through depression so many times, I I will confidently say I've experienced hell. I feel like I've experienced hell. So when I think about being punished for your sins, I just think that it means that... No, I know that it means you're in a dark place. You're not in the light when you're living in sin. Right? So essentially, it's not up for other people to condemn you for being homosexual is what I'm saying, you know? And I'm not even saying being homosexual is bad or good. Like I said, things just are. And what I think sin really is, is just living without. Because if you are practicing homosexual sex, which is what this verse, you know, touches on it doesn't talk about homosexual relationships it says do not practice homosexuality having sex with another man as with a woman it is a detestable sin could it be that sex was only created for us to further create love create life and that human beings turn sex into something worldly something that is used to fulfill our worldly pleasures, you know, orgasms, like could it be that God just wanted sex to be a thing of a, a source of creation, sorry. So if you're if you're having sex for anything outside of procreation that's a sin and I've been thinking about this for a while you know because every time I hear a religious person condemn homosexual people they are so worried about what these people are doing in the bedroom and I always used to be like why do you care I always used to defend it by saying defend homosexual people by saying what if they just love each other what if they don't even have sex what if they're asexual and they do not care for sex what then what are you condemning you condemning the act of them having sex and why you're not in their bedroom and I really think it's because a lot of religious people just see sex as something for procreation And that's not necessarily a bad thing, you know, it's not bad or good, it's just a belief and people have every right to believe in what they believe, but people have no right to spew hatred towards those who are living outside of their belief. Again, sin is not for us to determine for others, sin is just something that we can determine for ourselves, right? Right? because as someone who identified as queer i never would want to alienate people that i once resonated with by now you know accepting jesus christ as my savior and then beginning to condemn homosexual people like a lot of people do you know there's a lot of people who say oh I was delivered from the spirit of lesbianism and then they start condemning being a lesbian and talking about how that it was a devil all of these things and it's like whoa 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 like that's not coming from a place of love it's not and I say I was queer because Again, I have no desire to label myself i just I'm just a lover I'm just a lover. I am with someone who the world perceives as a man, but that doesn't mean I'm a straight person and notice how it's home um, heterosexual heter- heterosexuality is labeled as being straight to be straight means you're you're right you're correct that's it so come on it is a social standard it's a social um constructed standard (laughs) you know who cares about being called straight being called lesbian whatever just love just live in the way that feels right to your soul if you truly believe that you loving the same quote-unquote sex is not a sin baby do you As long as you uphold values that align with love and you live in the spirit of love, I just don't see how it's affecting other people. Because we can get into sex because... You know, sex is another thing because, it, it, like I said, this scripture says, do not practice homosexuality. That's what all these things are saying. Do not. It talks about homosexual sex. It does not say anything about not loving those of the same sex. Sex and love are two different things, right? And I think it's because homosexual people have this perception on them that they're hyposexual. that when people see a homosexual couple they're condemned because all these people like I said these religious people think about is what's happening in the bedroom maybe having sex for recreational reasons purposes is a sin maybe it is but that is not a homosexual sin. <laughs> it's a human sin, then. Human beings, definitely, are sinning when it comes to sex. That's my. That's my belief. I'm not. I'm not going to lie to you guys. And there's, there's a reason why people don't have sex until, they're married until they feel, pardon, I just burped, until they feel comfortable with, oh my gosh, I keep burping, sorry, I'm so sorry, there's a reason why people wait to have sex until they're married, until they feel comfortable with someone, because you understand that sex is not just, it's not just any, anything, it's not just a random activity, it has purpose behind it, right, It has purpose behind it. Sex is the creation of life. And... Life cannot be created through a woman having sex with another woman. It cannot be created through a man having sex with another man. And that's just how it is. And I promise you, there's a reason for everything. So, you know, I, I'm i just sharing this perspective because I just wanted to understand for myself why God would condemn homosexual sex. And I say this as well as saying that it's not... Like, no one should tell someone that they're living in sin. That's a sin. <laughs> Which religious people... You know it's funny because as a as a spiritual being who recognizes the God within us all i i I guess I analyze religious people the same way I'm analyzing the Bible, and it's funny because they pick and choose when to be obedient to the Word right. And me, who has no ties to their religious um, standards, I would say I'm, I'm not the most obedient. God knows. God knows. But I feel like I have more willingness to be obedient to the Bible than people in my life who have been preaching the word for years. Because I'm actually allowing myself to interpret it in ways that God has called me to interpret it. And not just taking the word for what other people have said it is. Like, it's a sin to not follow your highest calling. It is a sin to not follow your intuition. Ignorance is not bliss. That's, that's another sin. Like, come on. You're living without Sin is without, you're living without, stop living without, it's, it's not cute, ignorance is not cute, so, I'm going to read some more scriptures on homosexuality, or sexual immorality, so, 1 Timothy chapter 1 verse 10 The law is for people who are sexually immoral or who practice homosexuality or are slave traders, liars, promise breakers, or who do anything else that contradicts the wholesome teaching. Okay. I don't have much to say to that. I feel like I would just be repeating myself. But I do think it's interesting that homosexuality is usually groomed I said groomed grouped with other sexual immoral things that immoral sorry things that human beings see as way more worse than you know homosexual sex and it's Some may say it's pretty extreme. And I used to think that. And now I'm just like... You know, when things are so absurd... I hope I'm using the right context. When things are so absurd that you just... It can... Like, for me, when something is so absurd... I just... Don't take it for what it is. Because there's no way. (laughs) I just take it as a sign that God wants me to interpret that. And not just take take this, this illogical statement as facts, and that's what a lot of people are not doing, it just, it's crazy, so, I already read that, um, 1 Corinthians chapter 6 verse 9, don't you realise that those who do wrong will not inherit the kingdom of God, don't fool yourselves, those who indulge in sexual sin, or who worship idols, or commit adultery, or are male prostitutes, or practice homosexuality. Oh. Okay, that's just the end of that one. I accidentally came off it. Sorry, guys. Um, So, if you're homosexual, you want to enter the kingdom of God. Kingdom of God. So... I feel like when I think of kingdom, I think of community. And again, it's just for me, whenever I, every time I I hear the condemnation of homosexuality, I just link it to reproduction because I believe that God essentially wants us to cre- keep creating, you know, offsprings and spreading love through our children and obviously that cannot naturally happen through homosexuality you know and this is why and this is why i love god and i i love the 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 beautiful aspects of creation on this earth that we live because human beings whether they use their god-given power for good or bad they are smart they're intelligent and in the bible it does talk about being too g- to being too in- intelligent and how it's basically a sin and i understand because you know let's say homosexuality is a sin because it's it doesn't reproduce and to n- not reproduce is you Living against the natural creation of life. And with that, human beings said, okay, we're going to find other ways to reproduce. And they did. And it's never wrong or good. It just is. But it's interesting because human beings will always find a way to defy the word. And I find that interesting. So. You won't inherit community while practicing homosexuality, the kingdom of God, not just any community, a community of love of pure creation do i do I agree with this? I can't say yes, so it has to be a no. I feel like if it's not a definite yes, then it's a no. And that's what I've been living by recently. And, you know, they talk about male prostitu- prostitutes. I believe that, yes, yeah, sex work is a sin. I indulge in sex work. I had an OnlyFans page. And I say it's a sin because to just offer your sexual energy at a price that doesn't even compare to how much you're worth is you going against your highest being to share your sexual energy with people who do not love you in the way god wants you to love them to love you is a sin that's all it is i keep getting interrupted so i had a call because I had a procedure at the hospital, this quick interlude, but I decided not to go through with it because it didn't sit right with me. And had I had gone through with it, that would have been a sin because I would have been going against my highest being. I would have been going against God. So I didn't do it. And when the Bible says we're living in sin all the time, like we're always in sin, just see as the things that just we dramatize things things are just so simple, really, I promise you, you know religious people place sin up to be this this these big things that you're gonna be punished for in hell when I promise you it's not <laughs> I promise you it's not, so I was talking about sex work, and it's a sin. Simply because it just doesn't go against it it goes against God. It goes against love. I don't believe that anyone is truly worshipping God through offering their vessel for chum change. When you think about it, it's quite sad that, you know, my only fans, you know, there's times that I would have like sales and it'll be like five dollars and fifty-five cents to see my naked body come on that's that's not cute that's not cute i'm i apologize to that version of myself worshipping idols is a sin i agree that's why i just don't care for social media as much i just too i see too much worshipping of idols whether it be celebrities influencers regular regular people and that's not to downplay them because I'm regular degular. like what it's whatever. You know? It's you decide who people are. People might look at me and think I'm regular degular. Some people might think of me as, oh, she's amazing. That's fine. It's what I all that matters is how God views me. Yeah. But I do believe that worshiping idols is a sin because you are giving your power away to others. You are not fulfilling your highest calling. You're not You're not serving your highest being by putting your power into other people and worshipping them and worshipping them as if they're God. And that's why people who, like, let's say the beehive, they scare me because they don't scare me. I'm not fearful of them. But I say scare in a very, like, playful way. They're funny to me because you see Beyonce as this God, but you are are God yourself. And it's funny because... You know usually when i th- when I see people seeing the beauty in others, I assume that they see the beauty in themselves, and sometimes that's not always the case, yeah, just don't be don't be quick, don't be quick to be offended, don't be quick to condemn others, question things, and listen to yourself don't take everything as it's been shown to you and I really enjoy where I'm at in life right now because now I don't look at others as competition, I don't look at others as um threatening figures in my life, I see everyone as the same because we really are, we're all gods in our own right We are all connected to the highest consciousness, even those living in sin, in deep, deep sin, those who are living in hatred. Anyone is able to change their life through repentance. And repentance essentially is just living your truth, speaking your truth. The truth sets you free. Once you come, the truth is essentially taking you out of the darkness into the light, which is Jesus Christ. That is when you are living in the spirit of jesus christ you know so that's all i'm going to say for this episode i i really enjoyed this episode because it was just nice having sorry it was nice having a moment of I can't even speak because it's like, you know, it's just God is so good sometimes that you just I have no words to thank or thank God or give glory to God. But all I can say is God is so good and I'm thankful for the wisdom that I have and will continue to gain through this journey called life. And I'm thankful for this platform and those who are listening to this podcast episode because essentially I'm just here to spread the word. I'm here to spread love, you know, and it's through my translation because God, God, I was I was thinking of love, but I said God, same thing. God can be translated in so many different languages and love can be translated in so many different languages. And that could be translated through religion, through spiritual practices, through whatever isn't in alignment with sin, through love. So try to do what's best for you that's the first step i would give people do what's best for you i know your ego but you your soul feed your soul not your ego i love you guys so much bye